Not me. Oh. These snake animals. Yeah. Yeah, I'm allergic. We went to one church and wow. okay, I didn't stay for five minutes. <laughs> now, if they bring a snake out, I'm leaving Saint. Tell you right now. Where did they get that out of? The Bible says in the book of Corinthians, neither let us tempt Christ, as some did, and were destroyed as serpents. There you go. Yeah. It ain't that they ain't got enough faith, it's they ain't got enough sense. <laughs> right. Leave a snake alone. Don't need no snakes in the church, and every sure ain't gonna be one in my hand. <laughs> and uh, you know, I'll just tell you, I don't need the sign of an apostle. I'm just glad I'm saved. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Mm, uh, how far they take things uh, in the flesh. Paul said, "By the grace of God, yeah, I am what I, what I am, and that's all I need to be. Wondrously, gloriously saved." Join every minute of it, every day, just jubilee. And anyway, we'll get off the snakes. Amen. Uh, we'll get started tonight. I think Sister Brenda's going to share a song with us tonight. And are you going to sing by the CD? Or are you just going to rear back and sing. No, he's rear back. Later. Oh, come on up here. We'll get started on a good note tonight. Amen. Mm. Oh, I like my chair. I do. I didn't like when I first seen it, but I like it now. I'm not on an ego trip. I'm nothing on my own. I make mistakes. I often fail. Just common flesh and bone. But I'll prove one day just why I say I'm of a special kind. For when he was on the cross, I was on his mind. He knew me, yet he loved me. He who made the glory shine, so unworthy of such mercy. For when he was on the cross, I was on his mind. A crown of thorns were on his head. Blood was on his. Blood was on that scarlet robe, stained a crimson red. Though his eyes were on the crowd that day, he looked ahead in time. For when he was on the cross, I was on his mind. He knew me, yet he loved me. He who made all glory shine, so unworthy. Hey man, I like that. Yeah, she told the truth right there too. Yeah. 
nasty talk. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> I appreciate it. Lord, even in the ordeal he was going through, he never lost sight of why he was there. Mm-mm. And the old devil, no doubt, trying to talk him, saying they ain't worthy. And even though that's true, uh, he, he loved us. Like she said, Brenda was on his mind. Eddie was on his mind. Teresa was on his mind. Donnie and Ed was on his mind. That's right. Amen. But he went all the way for us. Yes. Thank you, Lord. And uh, uh, we are, we're really, truly blessed to have so great a Savior. Yes, Father. Thank Brother Ed, I, I don't want to be without him. Oh, what a Savior. I take him everywhere I go. Not ashamed of him. Matter of fact, I'm pretty thankful, pretty proud to call him my Savior. Yeah. Boy, uh, you couldn't have picked a better song to sing, Sister Brenda. We're actually preaching a little bit about humility tonight and about honor tonight, unworthiness tonight. Mm-hmm. And he picked a perfect song. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Let me see if I can. <clears throat> find a congregational song here. I was expecting more people to be here tonight. <clears throat> Preach about need to keep their kids in church, and I was expecting at least have a few little ones here tonight. <laughs> but a lot of things are going on today, yeah. and this is a perilous times. Yes, it is. And our children are paying the price. They're falling by the wayside. Yeah. Uh, noticing this morning, uh, just. From a preacher perspective, a lot of people uh, troubled about the message this morning. Mm. And uh, it'd be good if they was here again tonight. <clears throat> Let's see here. sing all this song. We're going to sing something number 24. I don't have a piano player tonight. Don't have a song leader tonight. And I'm for sure not a singer. I'll tell you right now, we just <laughs> my pastor said we sing by the letters for a back and let her go. That's all I know to do. But uh, number 24 there is a song in my heart today something I never had Jesus has taken my sins away oh say but I'm glad oh say but I'm glad I'm glad oh say but I'm glad Jesus has come and my cup's overrun oh say but I'm glad Wonderful, marvelous love He brings into a heart that's sad. Through darkness tunnels a soldier sings, Oh, say, but I'm glad. Oh, say, but I'm glad, I'm glad. Oh, say, but I'm glad. Jesus has come and my cup's overrun. Oh, say, but I'm glad. We have a fellowship rich and sweet, tongue can never relate. Living in Him is a blessed treat, oh say but I'm glad. Oh say but I'm glad, I'm glad, oh say but I'm glad. Jesus has come and my cup's overrun, oh say but I'm glad. 
Won't you come to him with all your care, weary and worn and sad? You too will sing as his love you share. Oh, say, but I'm glad. Oh, say, but I'm glad, I'm glad. Oh, say, but I'm glad. Jesus has come and my cup's overrun. Oh, say, but I'm glad. Amen. That gets off on a little bit of a note. Hallelujah. Makes some glad, some mad, some sad. Makes me glad. Amen. All right. We, we talked a while back about the Lord giving us like six messages one night. And uh, we preached one of them Wednesday night. Lucy, bless her heart, gave her heart to Jesus about the wheat and widow. We're going to preach another one of those messages tonight. I feel like the Lord may gave them to me for, for a purpose. I don't know. But anyway, we'll turn again. So Luke chapter number 7, I don't think we'll be here too long tonight, but I'll let the Lord make that call. Amen. Amen. Luke chapter number 7, like I said, me and Brother Donnie stopped and visited uh, Sister Judy and Sister Geraldine, and that was a blessing. Uh, they're so glad to see us, uh, just weeping, giving anything to be in church, and their, you know, their health is in decline, and, and uh, when they get able, they're coming. They can't wait. They want to be in church. Amen. Amen. Luke chapter number 7, we're going to read the first 10 verses. Now when he had ended all his sayings in the audience of the people, he entered into Capernaum. And a certain centurion servant who was dear unto him was sick and ready to die. And when he heard of Jesus, he sent unto him the elders of the Jews, beseeching him that he would come and heal his servant. And when they came to Jesus, they besought him instantly, saying that he was worthy for whom he should do this. For he loveth our nation, and he hath built us a synagogue. Then Jesus went with them, and when he was now not far from the house, the centurion sent friends to him, saying unto him, Lord, trouble not thyself, for I am not worthy that thou shouldest come, thou shouldest enter under my roof. Wherefore neither thought I myself worthy to come unto thee, but say in a word, and my servant shall be healed. For also I'm a man under I'm a man set under authority, having unto me soldiers, and I say unto one, Go, and he goeth, and to another come, and he cometh, and to my servant do this, and he doeth it. When Jesus heard these things, he marveled at him. And turned him about and said unto the people that followed him, I say unto you, I have not found so great faith. No, not in Israel. And they that were sent, returning to the house, found the servant whole that had been sick. And we'll go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you, Lord, tonight for Brenda singing the song she sung. Oh, my. Thank you, Lord, for what we felt as she sung that song, Lord. And I pray your blessings upon this message tonight. Lord, I pray for little Trent, 14-year-old <clears throat> boy in a car wreck. I thank Lord Wednesday night. Lung collapsed, got broken bones. They're just trying to keep him alive. I pray for little Trent, Lord. I pray, Father God, Lord, for the family of the little girl, Lord, that took her life. Lord, just killed me, Lord, to hear the little girl that could have got saved, that, 
that could have been a blessing. Like little Lucy, Lord, uh, made a different choice. Lord, took her life. I pray for that family. I pray the God of all comfort would comfort them and carry them through this terrible valley and, and care for them, Lord. I, I pray that, Lord, they'll not go no further. I, I pray they'll not get distraught and, and make it worse. I pray for that family, Lord. I pray for the family, Sister Stars, pray. Lord, sent word, Lord, that uh, uh, one of her friends, Lord, uh, had a death in the family. We, we pray for them, Lord, that you'd comfort them and care for them. We pray for James and Star and James Jr., for Jordan and Casey. Lord, I, I pray, Father God, tonight, Lord, for all that are sick. We've got so many, Lord, that are sick right now. So many, Lord, would be here. They, they're not here because their health won't let them. We pray for them. I pray for Bonnie tonight. Up there, Lord, in the, in the hospital up in Louisville, Vanderbilt Hospital, Lord, I pray you'll minister to Bonnie. I pray, Father, Lord, you see to it that she's able to leave that hospital this coming week. Oh, Lord, be able to go down to the, to the rehab, sky rehab, and get even better there and get home soon. Be able to get back in church. We love Sister Bonnie. We just put her in your tender care, Lord. We just got so many, Lord, to pray for. We pray for all of them, Lord. I pray for all your churches, God. I pray they have bread and fish on the fire. I pray the pastor, God, has done his homework. And I pray, dear God, Lord, you'd bless your children. And Lord, add to your church daily such as should be saved. Thank you for all you do. We give you praise and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, we actually was going to preach something different tonight. I told Brother Donnie this was like 10 minutes before I left the house that I felt compelled to go in this direction. I was going to preach on an untoward generation. But uh, we're preaching tonight on the Capernaum Cure. And when Sister Brenda sung that song that she sung tonight, I knew I was right where I was supposed to be yeah. with what the Lord had directed me. And uh, her song went right with what we're preaching about tonight. Yeah. Uh, in this uh, ten verses here, the Lord here has got a commission to come. It's in verse number three. And uh, it talks about this centurion his servant who was dear unto him was sick and ready to die. Now that's pretty extreme. Time, no time to waste. Time is of the essence here. In verse 3, when he heard of Jesus, boy, that, that's all it takes. Uh, you know, you don't have to get no further than Jesus to realize you can get all the help you need. Right. You realize with Jesus, boy, I like what Sister Brenda sung tonight. You don't have to look no further than Jesus. And you know, even today, the Lord's still doing miracles. Even today, things are impossible. Men are possible with Him. I've heard so much that Jesus has done. Yeah. And, and you know, here, the call was to Jesus to come. And uh, they beseeched Him that He would come and heal this servant. You know, you call today, Teresa, and you'll get a recording. You'll be put on hold. Uh, you'll be given music to listen to, and they'll interrupt it about every minute saying, your call's important to us. Yeah. And, and, you know, uh, you, you'll be answered next available assistant. You know, they wasn't like this for Jesus. My wife, she's championed these headaches. She's pretty good at uh, navigating uh, the waters on this nonsense of, 
of a robo or calling or, or these uh, recordings that you get instead of being able to talk to someone you know when you need help I don't know about y'all but when I want some help I want to talk to someone Amen. I don't want to hear a recording no. uh, I, I don't want you know push punch six punch one punch three uh, I really don't want to be directed like that I just keep saying give me an assistant assistant please I want to talk to somebody and anyway me and brother Ed we both Plan B not, uh, you know, we're just not high tech men, but I can talk with the best of them, and I just want to get somebody on the phone. Well, the call went to Jesus, and the call was to come. You know, not Sister Brenda. If you went home tonight, something was going on, and uh, you know, most people they just dial nine one one. You might be put on hold on that. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Oh. But I'm so glad that God is never too busy. No. I never can't. too far away. Very present help and trouble. That's right. A lot of nonsense going on down here today. People breaking in people's houses and, yeah. and uh, killing people and, and injuring people and robbing people and stuff. I hate to hear about it. It goes on. It shouldn't be, but it does. That's just the hour we're living in. These are perilous times. But uh, you know, Jesus, the Bible said in Psalms chapter 46, verse 1, that Jesus is our refuge and strength, a very present help in time of trouble. When you have trouble, first thing is call Jesus. I remember Brother Ed was watching the news. That's all the watching news. But I was watching the news this one time, and this tornado was coming through this area, Teresa, and this black lady, she was just going to look out the door. And see how bad it was. She opened the door and the tornado was, I mean, right there in her doorstep. I mean, she opened that door. She said, Lord Jesus! And she closed that door and that tornado went somewhere else. I can go one step further than that. God woke me up one night. He said, Get up and pray for your home. Granted, at that time, I was working two jobs and just wore out. You know what I mean? I said, Brandon, I met Teresa. I'm looking at Teresa and said, Brandon, anyway, <laughs> I, I just wore out. The Lord spoke to me. Get up and pray for your home. And I didn't understand the significance of it. Yeah. And my brother Ed, I just went back to sleep. I said, Lord, I'll do it in the morning. Mm-hmm. And the Lord, the gracious God of heaven, eternity, He woke me up again. Get up and pray for your home. And again, I just kind of shook it off. You know, Lord, I will in the morning. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what, but that third time the Lord woke me up, I realized there must be something to this. And I got up out of that bed. I didn't feel like it, but I did. And honest God's truth, I went in my little prayer closet while I did my praying. And I just, you know, haphazardly prayed. I mean, I didn't earnestly pray. I just went there and said, Lord, watch over my home, my family tomorrow. Yeah. And I went back to bed. I, I really didn't put much uh, into the prayer. Just said what God told you, know, pray for your home, your family, which I did. Went out to work that next morning. Went to Lowe's there in Glasgow. They got a uh, South Central Bank there now uh, Brother Donnie's daughter works there but there used to be a Lowe's right there and I was working right there uh, right there by the bypass uh, right there Grandview Bypass intersect right there I was working at that Lowe's and uh, yeah, I was putting these little silver tellers together these little craftsman tellers together I got $10 for everyone to put together Brother Ed mm-hmm. I had them lined up all down through there and it's real easy just like five minutes put one together yeah and I'm looking, you know, and I, I can see it kind of building up a little bit of a storm, you know, and I still ain't got this all figured out. And I thought, I'll finish these tellers, 
and then I'll go inside. I don't want to get wet, you know. And, and you know, that's kind of the way we are. We see in part, we know in part. Yeah. But God sees it all, knows it all. He already knew what he needed for it. He realized it. But I burned, I got all them tillers done. And I went in Lowe's, and as soon as my foot stepped in the door, sirens went off, people screaming. I turned around and looked, and there were shower stalls of plywood flying through the air right there where I was working at. And the power went off, and I thought, my God, they're having a storm here. And I thought, I'm going to call home. I didn't have a cell phone back then. I still kind of wish they didn't have one. But anyway, I was going to go over there and call home. I wanted to learn there wasn't no dial tone on the phone. I thought, well, there's nothing I can do here. I'll just drive home. And I got in the car, got my tools, and started home. And I like to never found a route where I could get through to get to the Glasgow Edmund Road 6880 because there's trees down. I mean, there was uh, all kind of mess. Uh, just terrible. And I finally got there by the Glasgow High School, and the tobacco barn was laying in the field over across the road. And I thought, man, they've had some bad storm out there. Still hadn't got this figured out. Mm -hmm. And the closer I got to home, the worse yeah. it got. Yeah. Now, I mean, that last mile or two, I, I couldn't see the drive for crying. I thought, my God, Lord, this thing's going straight to my home. And like I said, just personal here, uh, that woman shut the door on that tornado, and uh, thank God for God in heaven, amen. But anyway, when I got to my neighbor's house, it had blowed their front porch off. Uh, it was laying out in their front yard. There was a house trailer upside down the road that was loading a woman up in the ambulance. It broke her leg. And Brother Ed, I, I'm just, I mean, I've lost it. But I'm crying, oh God, please let my house be alright. Please let my family be alright. Yeah. And, and I, we owned two acres at that time. And this tornado came right to the edge of our property and stopped. Uh -oh. It went to the left. It went around the back of our property. There's a cemetery back there towards cemetery, all the pieces. Went all the way around the other side of our property, come back around the edge of our property, and went straight on the inventory thing up all the way. God just wanted an excuse to spare me. Yeah. And I didn't even, you know, really didn't even understand a lot about God and still don't. Yeah. But you know, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, he's He's the one that can help. He ought to be the first one we call upon. He ought to be the first one that we fall down on our knees and say, Lord, can we talk? Have you got time? I'm, you don't have to worry about uh, choosing words like me and Donnie was talking on the way up here. And you know, we do try to pick our words, but really, uh, prayer is just thanking you, Jesus and giving praise and honor to Him, giving glory to Him. I don't think you can mess it up as long as you're praising and giving glory to Him. But listen, the call came to Jesus and the call was come. And uh, he, he uh, the credibility of the centurion was mentioned there in verse 4 and 5. And when they came to Jesus, they besought Him instantly saying that He was worthy. You know, Brenda sung that song, How Unworthy. And that is true. We're unworthy of the love of God, yet He shed it abundantly upon our hearts. And uh, you know, uh, this, this credibility, this centurion, uh, they said, He's worthy for whom He should do this. They're, they're saying, Lord, this man is, is worthy of you coming. For He loveth our nation and hath built us a synagogue. Uh, you know, no... <laughs> no uh, 
No filling out the questions, no answers needed. This centurion was held in honor. And the Jews said, he's worthy of you coming to him, Lord. Proverbs chapter 27, verse 2 says, Let another praise thee, and not thy own self. He had earned uh, the praise of these people. And they, they were not only on board to go ask Jesus. They said they besought him, which means they begged him. Verse 3, they beseeched him. I mean, they're begging Jesus that he would come to this centurion healy servant. And uh, they, they, they put up a pretty big, uh, you know, ado about him. He loveth our nation. He built for us a synagogue. Verse 6, uh, the coming of Jesus. Then went Jesus with them. Jesus didn't offer any resistance or any excuse. Then went Jesus with them. And when he was now not far from the house, before he ever even got there, that centurion, he sent friends to him, saying unto him, Lord, trouble not thyself, for I'm not worthy. I like that song, Sister Brenda sung. How unworthy. Oh, how unworthy we are. I'm glad Jesus will still come to us in our hour. I haven't died yet. I know on the day that old brother Eddie lays this old carcass of a body down, I know he's going to come to me. He's going to say, Eddie, let's go home. Brother Eddie, I can't wait to let go. And let God take me home. Yeah, It's not our home. The Bible says no. we're in this world, but we're not of this world. I haven't been home yet, but when I do get home, I'll know where I'm at. Amen. Yeah. I'll recognize the place. Amen. Lord made it for me yeah. and going to take me to it. Yeah. And I can't wait to get there. But listen, he, he's coming to this centurion. Uh, and, and you know, he'll come to us, especially in our hour of need. And uh, Jesus goes where he's needed uh, he goes where he's wanted he'll come to us uh, he cares for us he's touched by our infirmities he loves us and cares for us he's the good shepherd loves his sheep and here here comes Jesus uh, at the request of these Jews on behalf of this centurion and the centurion uh, his unworthiness uh, goes out he said, Lord, trouble not thyself. I'm not worthy. Boy, you you want to get God's attention. Yeah, the Bible says, humble yourself therefore yeah. in the mighty hand of God that He may exalt you in due time there in, in uh, 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 6. Uh, the Bible says in, in Proverbs chapter 16 that pride goes before destruction and the Holy Spirit before fall. You know the way to, the way to approach God or the way to please God is just humility. Yes, yeah. uh, you know, not not toot your horn, but instead just a little tear on your cheek. I like sister Brenda, she can cry. I mean drop the hat, she'll drop the hat. I wish she could rub somebody off on me. <laughs> Boy, that's a blessing. That's yeah. that's that's a trait I wish everybody had. Amen. Yeah. Just that humble heart. And he said, Trouble not thyself, Lord. I'm not worthy of you coming to me. Boy, that's, that's a pretty good way to put it, Brother Ed. Mm. He said, not only that, he said, I'm not worthy to come to you. No, Boy, uh, you want to please God, I'll tell you, buddy, that's the way to do it, through humility. Uh, David, uh, he knew it. Me and Donnie was talking uh, Saturday about David being a man after God's own heart. And the reason David was a man after God's own heart, he was a humble man. He had a heart for God. 
And he wasn't full of himself. I mean, David just stayed meek and lowly. And our Savior, he's meek and lowly at heart. And the lower you stay with God, the better off you are. I, I, I got a feeling about a lot of people have failed. Uh, you know, just because they got too high and mighty. Amen. But uh, in these statements here, uh, this centurion's faith is manifested there in verse number 7. Right. He said, But say in a word, and my servant shall be healed. God doesn't get very many opportunities like this. <laughs> now, everybody wants to fit, you know, the, uh, the mold, you know. I, I know He can do this. I know He can do that. Yeah. But there's nothing He can't do except one thing. That's a lie. But, uh, you know, Jonathan, uh, uh, Saul's son, uh, he had his little armor bearer with him, and, and he told his armor bearer, he said, come, uh, if the Lord be with us, uh, he said, you know, uh, we'll be able to, to defeat these Philistines. He said, there's no restraint with God, but God wants to be. He said, try me and prove me there, Malachi chapter 2, verse 10. We're afraid to try God, but God wants us to. This servant said, just speak the word. Yeah. Just speaking the word. That's it. He gave God an opportunity to show just how great he was. Mm-hmm. You know, people know God can do little things, but God can do big things. Yes, Matter of fact, the Bible said there's nothing impossible with God. Amen. Things are impossible with men are possible with God. Uh, you know, when you're on your last uh, thread, when you're on your last, uh, you know, leg, I'll tell you right now, he's just, uh, Sister Sharon sung that song this morning, the God of the mountains, God in the valley. Right. I'm telling you, uh, you don't have to do anything but call upon Him and ask Him for the help you need. I'm telling you, He's able to supply our need out of His riches and glory. But this centurion gave Jesus an opportunity to show just how great that He was. He said, just speak in a word only and my servant shall be healed. And again, He, he mentioned about uh, humility. He said, I also am a man said under authority having under me soldiers and I say to one go and he goeth and to another come and he cometh and to my servant do this and he doeth it he didn't go to his head brother Ed he stayed humble even with the authority that he had he didn't command Jesus to do anything he said Lord uh, just say in a word I'm not worthy to come to you just say in a word and my servant shall be healed Mm. boy that's 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 what I call faith right there. Yeah. And Jesus, he, he moved on that. He said, I say in you, verse 9, I have not found so great faith. No, not in Israel. They didn't even understand the statement. I didn't either. I got to reading this a little bit. But, uh, you know, he, he's just saying, Lord, you don't even have to come to heal my servant. No. Just saying a word and my servant yeah, shall be healed. Jesus, he marveled at this centurion. And he marveled, yeah. He marveled that this man gave him the opportunity to show how great he was. You know, the conclusion was granted and the servant was healed there in verse number 10. Yeah. They were sent. They that were sent, these doubters, Brother Ed, you know, like, well, this would really be done of Jesus. They that were sent, returning to the house, found the servant whole that had been sick. You know, I have to admit, God's still doing miracles today. Mm-hmm. One reason, maybe He hadn't done your miracles because you haven't believed Him to do it. I'll tell you what, I don't know about y'all, I may have too much faith, 
And I pray when I do pray now, I, pray, I like names. I like knowing the situation. I like to pray specifically about the need. I like to believe God. The Bible said, Teresa, He's able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we ask or think. There's just no end to what God can do. And somebody wrote a song, something along those lines of what God can do. Uh, and, and there's no, no end to it. I, you know, I, I know we come down to a shallow day on faith. People, uh, one reason we've got such a shallow uh, day of faith is the Bible says faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God, Romans chapter 10, verse 17. I don't think people are spending much time in their Bible. But let me tell you, back years ago, back before we had all the devices that we got to draw us away from the Bible, I mean, back when people, you know, they worked by hand, uh, they, they rode a horse or a buggy to church or whatever, they, they gave the most earnest heed to the Word of God. Right. Those great revivals hinged on the fact oh, that they had a healthy diet yeah. of the Word of God. And some of them, brother, they took it as far as you can take it and then some. God likes it, brother. Mm -hmm. He likes the people to believe Him to do things. Yes, you know, I, I do believe this centurion honored God in the fact He said, Lord, just, just speak in a word. And I know my servant, He'll be healed. You know, I, I think our shallow faith one reason we don't see so much done. I, I remember hearing about a uh, an orphan house. Uh, I'm trying to think of the guy's name. It slipped my mind. But uh, he, he had an orphan house full of little children. They didn't have nothing to eat, Teresa. And he said, well, let's bow our heads and thank the Lord anyway. And they bowed their head and they praying. I can't remember the guy's name. It's too far away. But as they're sitting there praying, a knock came on the door. And a guy's answered the door. He said, my truck broke down out here. I've got some fresh bread in the truck. Y'all want it? And here they are praying, uh, thanking God for what they're about to eat. Uh, David somebody. I can't remember his last name. But they're praying, thanking God for what they're about to eat. And they ain't got nothing to eat. I'm just telling you, I do believe that we need to learn from this centurion just what kind of God inhabits eternity. What little time he walked down here. His footsteps, they cannot be matched. They were his and his alone, brother Ed. He went where the need was. He done all that was needed to be done and then some. And they still missed it. And I believe we're missing it today. I'm telling you, run to God. Spend some time with Him. Tell Him your every fear, your every woe, every problem you've got. You and Him spend some time together and you'll find out. Oh, say, but I'm glad, I'm glad. Oh, say, but I'm glad. Jesus is coming, my cup's overrun. Oh, say, but I'm glad. I'll just tell you, problem's not on His end. It's not ours. This centurion showed us he can just speak the word yeah. and it'll be done. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, I think there's a lot we can learn about these little 10 verses right here. All of a struggle. Lord, why? Uh, it's okay to say, why? My pastor said, Jesus on the cross said, My God, my God, why has thou forsaken me? You know why he said that, Teresa? Oh, look at Bible, Psalms chapter 22, verse number 1. You'll find out why he said that. Psalms 22, verse 1. He was identifying who he was on the cross. And the Sanhedrin and the Pharisees knew when he quoted that verse 
who he was. Yeah. They didn't care. That's right. Man, they just wanted to get rid of him. But Eddie made him look bad. Yeah. I'm telling you, he drew the crowds to him. And the reason the crowds come to him was because he cared about them. Yeah. And he still draws crowds. Amen. Amen. That's right. One man said, Brother Donnie, he said he was supposed to arrest Jesus. He came back and they said, where's he at? You know what the answer was? Never a man spake like that man. Did you find that verse? That's why he said, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? He was given identity to who he was on yeah, the cross right there. That's, right. that's one, of the, one of the Psalms about the Messiah right there. It also talks about in that chapter, they pierced my hands and my feet. Yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. Rome wasn't even a country. Rome was where the crucifixion came from, and yet the crucifixion is described in Psalms chapter 22 a whole lot more about Jesus than the world ever. I guess take the time to find out. But oh my brother Ed, he's never very far away. There's nothing he can't do. And I do believe we need to spend more time with him. I believe we need to call upon him more. I, I believe we need to try and improve him more. Like that David Baynard, I think that's right, the guy that had the orphanage. Anyway, they had nothing to eat. And he said, well, let's bow our heads and thank the Lord. And the kids looked around like, thank you for what? They bowed their heads and said, Lord, thank you for this food that we're about to receive before they even got the prayer done. My truck broke down out here. I've got some fresh bread. Y'all want it? That's just the way God operates. That guy gave me that car out there. I'm still in shock. I was telling Brother Donnie I couldn't sleep for two nights just from crying. Overwhelmed, just weeping, got up and walked through the house praying and praising God, saying, Lord, I'm not I'm so unworthy, I'm just yeah. not worthy. Yeah. And, and you know, Brother Ed, it just it just really it was just too big for me. Yeah. And I couldn't try to drive it twice, couldn't drive it for crying. How unworthy I am, how unworthy I am of that chair, how unworthy I am to even be here as your pastor. But I'll tell you what, that's a good state of mind to keep. Just how unworthy we are, Amen. how worthy He is, how holy He is, how righteous He is. Mm -hmm. Oh, I finally got over it. I, I, I got where I can drive it now, but I'm still in shock. Yeah. Still in shock. Yeah. Oh, my Lord, we thank you for the thought tonight. Yes, Father. Lord, you're so gracious. Lord, uh, as great as you are, none greater than you. As great as you are, Lord, you take time for us. Lord, you'll spend all the time, I don't know how many times you woke me up in the morning and we had sweet fellowship. Lord, the kind Lord that most people would give anything to have. Just sitting there like your word says, be still, know that I'm God, Psalms 4610. Lord, just spending time with you, Lord, time will spend. We're such a hurry going nowhere. Oh, Lord, help us, I pray. Bless your children, Lord, tonight. Oh, Lord, I, I wish there were more here tonight. I pray those listening by way of the live stream, those that are hear this message by way of the internet, Lord, I pray they'd be inclined, Lord, to call upon you. Lord, there in Genesis chapter 5, it says, Then begin men to call upon the Lord. Lord, I wish there's more people calling upon you, Lord. Not, not just for healing, not just for help, not just for salvation, but calling upon you and saying, Lord, thank you for being merciful to me. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for giving your life for me. Thank you, Lord, to give me a home in heaven. Lord, I would to God that people would call upon you.
Give honor and glory in all these things we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Alright. Hallelujah. But the Pernium cure. Go ahead, brother. No, you were just talking about earlier about calling 911. You might get an answer. You might. <laughs> they put you on hold. It might come arrest you, I'm telling you. You know, they got a, a phone call you can call when uh, you get ready to dig in your yard. Yeah, 811. Yeah. Well, they come to this guy and ask him, said, uh, if somebody come up and kicked your door and come in your house, would you call 911? He said, no, I'd call 811. <laughs> I'm getting ready to dig a hole. <laughs> <laughs> Amen, brother. I don't do it with I'd call the coroner or the funeral director say, you need to come out here. I got you one. Yeah. Amen. All right. Yeah, he said, no, I'd call 811. Amen. Amen. Get everybody to stand. And if uh, anybody's got anything on your heart, uh, I have, brother Eddie. Oh, I. You know, we mentioned about, you know, sometimes it's hard, but it's not really hard. We Rest make it hard. God is there. He yeah. wants to save us. Rest and you mentioned it was that old song, and it's in my heart. Yeah. It is no secret. Oh, it God. is no secret. What God can do, yeah. what He's done for others, He'll do for you. Yeah. With arms wide open, He'll pardon you. It is no secret what God can do. That song just came, didn't it? Yes, it did. <laughs> I'm glad it did because we needed it. Amen. Ah, it's been good to be he here. Is such a good God. Amen. Worthy of all praise. Yes.